talking about a shit ton of nerd news. We also, we got some stuff about uh, Shazam, Deadpool 3, uh, Scarlet Witch news, and then we're also going to be uh, recapping The Mandalorian, and of course, the season finale of The Last of Us. So sad that it's over. Probably gonna commit suicide tomorrow. Was that like, <laughs> that was today. like the fastest nine weeks of my life. I don't think if the show came out, I would have gotten through January or February. True. Like, hands down, I was just trying to make it to Sunday every single week. Every day, yeah, I yeah. woke up every day, I was like, what is life? And then I was like, wait. Is it Sunday yet? <laughs> wait, there's something to watch. And it was like automatic, like, celebrations on Sunday. I literally. And then one week it was on Friday, and that was amazing. I know. I I'm like, like Fuck! I took I took off the season finale Sunday night because I work because it was like you know Patty's whatever here I don't know if you guys wherever you're listening from if your city does like unofficial St. Patty's the weekend before but they went crazy people are crazy yeah St. Patrick's Day is for like a week and a half here but um yeah I worked a double that day for like all the fucking bar crawls and stuff and it was nuts but I will say. This year, the the young college kids kind of felt not as unhinged. That's they, nice. They were nice. They were tipping. They used manners. Like, they knew if they were, like, being... In, like, some of them would just come in and be like, oh, shasa, you know, like, you can't even understand what they're saying. Yeah. But they would, like, correct themselves and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Can I get eight picklebacks? And I'm like, oh, my God, you use your customer service voice exactly. on me. Exactly. Let's go. I'll do one with you shit. let's go. Like, you guys Age are changing. Up. Yeah, it was... <laughs> It was very refreshing. There was, like, no... There's usually, like, a bathroom that fucking breaks or clogs or, like, there's a fight that happens, but it was really good. <laughs> so that was my week without you asking me, but... <laughs> <laughs> I took... Anyway, yeah, because The Last of Us, I took off yeah. from work to watch the finale. Hell yeah. And thank God I did, because I was a wreck. Because that was the Oscar night when um, Everything Everywhere All at Once just cleaned the Oscars, and it was just oh, emotional. Oh, yeah. It was a big night. Except for... <sighs> Stephanie Stu didn't win. I'm so pissed. Yeah. We'll, t- we'll talk about that because... That was sad. Yeah. We, we should definitely... Say something. Say something. Um, I, I thought it was because... Uh, what's her name? Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. She is just older. Right. And it might be her last hurrah. Yeah. I really her last did. Chance. Yeah. She... Um, I really like her overall. She's a fucking legend. You know? Yeah, She's a she Nepo is. baby. But like... Halloween wouldn't be Halloween without her, you right. know? So I, I really, I love her, and I love her in a lot of stuff she did. I know we talked about this at the very beginning of our podcast, but Scream Queens. Scream Queens! Amazing show. So good. Incredible. I was so mad that they didn't get a season three. I know. It was so, I mean, even fucking Nick Jonas randomly showed up. It was like everybody in the world. I was here for it. it was um, so good. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is insane that Stephanie didn't win. The supporting actress because that yeah. was like a movie she'll be remembered for for the rest of her career for the rest of her career yeah if not maybe like I think she's obviously gonna be able to do the same amazing work if better but like I don't know personally everything ever all once that's gonna be hard to beat as like a role to have yeah you know, that's like character. one of those that goes down in history as like one of the best movies like Citizen Kane <laughs> Jesus um but yeah, in- interesting <laughs> shit. I do like that Jamie Lee Curtis has been like so just taking the attention off her and trying to put it on like Michelle Yeoh and like everybody else. So yeah, but anywho, that is nice. You know, 
least she can do. It's the least that bitch oh, can do. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Except Solus against Acti- her. Yeah. Have you ever tried Activia, the yogurt she's, like, endorsed I by? think so. I have I, I don't know if I have, like, I don't think I've ever purchased it. Yeah. But I might have had one, like, Maybe. somehow. That makes more sense, yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Can't really remember it. That's what I think of when I think of Jamie Lee Curtis as like Tivia on fucking Halloween. Crazy. The best yogurt is the coconut milk yogurt. It's like new and it's so good. Instead of like Greek yogurt, it's like so good. Greek yogurt is just hit or miss. I feel like it can be really sour and gross, which I get it. But yeah, I do. I do love. I do love coconut milk. Coconut things in general. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to, like, spice up, like, Greek yogurt. Like, you have to, like, put yeah. it with, like, honey. You gotta throw fruit in there. You gotta make your own bowl, like, like if you're gonna do that. It's crazy, because, like, I'll see, like, TikTok recipes, and people just use it as, like, a substitute for sour cream. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I probably could, but I don't think I ever will. That just sucks. <laughs> I guess if I, like, didn't have sour cream and yeah. I was, like, needing it for a recipe, but I had Greek yogurt, I would do that. Right. Because I'll, I'll do that all the time when I don't have eggs, but I have bananas, and I'll be like, okay, yeah. I'll bake something or whatever. Not that yeah. I bake very often, but I often don't have Good ingredients. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the vegan way. I remember when I was vegan, you have bananas and shit, yeah. Yeah. Hell Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> my week was cool. Yeah? Um, yeah, I had my Kaiser Tiger employee appreciation party yesterday. Uh, yeah. Free drinks, free food. It didn't get too, well, it got a little crazy, but it didn't get too crazy. Um, it was kind of just like karaoke and us nerds. Like, Yeah. I, I, I really like the people there because they're all fucking nerds like me. Oh, I all, love that. And it all like, just totally makes sense. Hell yeah. We found out my true age because oh uh, Tina was singing uh, Say Anything, like a song by Say Anything, and I was just like screaming along the lyrics Hell to yeah. it with her. And I was like, oh. <laughs> all the news oh. are like, who's Say Anything? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to pretend that this didn't happen. Bye-bye. Right. Um, it's a good time, though. Good time. Uh, went to Uproar before that. Haven't been there since John passed away, so that was, like, really sad. Oh, my God. I was expecting that there would be, like, a shrine there to him, but there wasn't. That I saw. That, I still can't believe that happened. Yeah, it was fucking nuts. I don't know if you guys know about that. We didn't talk about it, but we don't need to talk about it now, either. But, yeah. It was a really nice bartender there that no longer works there. Oh, and then we went to Lyra, and I saw Martha. <laughs> oh, is that where she works now? Yeah, she works oh, there shit. now, yeah. You guys know none of these people, but... Yeah, but they're very exciting to us. <laughs> I've never been to Lyra. Okay. I, but I didn't think I had either, and then I remembered we did, like, a brunch for, like, Dana when she got engaged, and I was yeah. like, that was, we were there. And then Katie works there, Ahmad's, like, ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she was, like, our server, so I guess, like... Katie and Marta both work there now. Yeah. Looks like a nice spot. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, and she works with, like, some hot guys. I was like, damn. Oh, shit. Okay. Marta. Yeah. <gasps> she gets around. Oh, my God. I have to tell you something off the record now. Mm. All right. So, that was our week. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's get into some nerd news. Um, there is some cool stuff. It's going to be kind of quick today, but we did learn that Elizabeth Olsen has signed a contract with Marvel Studios to return as the Scarlet Witch in four, count them, four future projects. She's going to be in four more fucking movies. Shit. 
Yeah. They have so much going on. Like, that's, like, till, like, 2035. Yeah. Like, it's insane. But they need her because she can cross these dimensions. Yeah. And now that the dimensions are open, like, it's, like, who are they going to use? I mean, also, um, America, I guess, but... Right. They have a couple different options, but, um... She's just such a great character, and her growth in Marvel has, like, been really fun to watch, and I just like her. I loved her in Doctor Strange. I thought she kicked fucking ass, the way she just shredded the entire Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. That was inspiring. Obviously, WandaVision changed everybody's life during the pandemic. That was so good. Yeah. What a great show. It was just so good. I kind of, like, throw it away sometimes. I'm like, I like Loki better, or I like Moon Knight better, which I did. I love Moon Knight. I was going to say, you... Um, I definitely love Moon Knight. true for probably both of them. (laughs) And same, also. (laughs) But but WandaVision was so good. It was so good. I, um... Yeah, that that show made me like Vision more, which is hard for me to like Vision. I just never was really a big fan of him, because I'm also just like, why is she settling for Vision? But, you know. Yeah... The, they almost look like they could be related. Well, she likes that, though. Yeah. Because she'd be into her brother, brother like that. that's true. Yeah. Damn. They got that. Boom, roasted. <laughs> they did have incest in a Wolverine comic once. I think, I don't know if it was, like, retconned or not, but it was, it did happen. Well, they I, were, like, they had an incestual relationship. I get it, because Aaron Taylor Johnson is hot. So hot. His new Calvin Klein campaign has been inspiring, <laughs> to say the very least. Um, I posted that on my Instagram story, and my friend um, said, (laughs) he, like, put a little quote underneath, and was like, uh, nothing comes between me and my Calvins, except a little poo-poo sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) A little skid stain sometimes. A little poo-poo sometimes. Poo-poo. I was like, yeah, when Aaron Taylor Johnson said that line, it was so hot. He's a... He's Can't wait boy. for Craven the Hunter, man. Ugh. When are we going to get something from that? Because nobody knows about that. Like, I was telling people about that. Like, how they're going to tie in Blade and, like, the Black Knight. And that's going to be, like, shit that's supposed to be coming out. I mean, maybe they are going to, like, cancel Black Knight or some shit like that. Because they haven't really said anything in a while. But I feel like yeah. Craven the Hunter, we should be getting, like, a preview. We're getting all this, like, all this stuff for everything else. Like, Spider-Verse, Guardians. Like, Craven the Hunter, I think, is supposed to come out, like, in the fall slash winter. Dang, that soon? Yeah. God, so. he's gonna be so good. And I really like him as an actor, because he, like, yeah. really, like, gives it. He's, like, a really good actor. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because he's, like, truly insane. Yeah. Sorry, he's just looking up in the corner now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Smiling. <laughs> he's so creepy. He's seeing Ego. <laughs> oh, Kyra's looking at Poe, you guys. I, I just can't love see. this cat. He's just sitting and looking around. He's just so He's just happy. looking around. Oh, and he's yawning. Oh. <laughs> he just reminds me of Solo. Like, Solo does that shit, too. And I'm like... Just looks around and then yawns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Simple boy. But I love him. Not a lot going on. <laughs> but... It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, you know... Hell yeah. Elizabeth Olsen is great. I love to see it. I wonder what they're going to put her in. I wonder if we're going to get to see, you know, some X-Men crossover with her character, with her kids, and Magneto, and stuff like that, so... And if Vision is going to come back, 2.0. Well, speaking of Magneto, the other nerd news, Ian McClellan, Patrick Stewart, Bomke Jansen, and, uh, Ion Grufford? 
I don't know who that is. Reed Richards, the guy who played Reed Richards. Oh yeah. Are going to return in Deadpool three. Oh fuck! Why is it the original Reed Richards? Um, because oh, he's, he's gonna re- kill him. I told you okay, it's probably okay. Deadpool kills the Marvel oh, Universe. Oh, he kills everybody. Yeah. And the first Marvel Universe he Damn. kills is the Fantastic Four. Ian McKellen is gonna die, or not McNeil, um, Patrick Stewart is gonna die again. <laughs> yeah, probably. Fuck. Coming back just to die. Shit. Well, maybe they'll just keep him for everything then. Yeah. Um, that would be cool to see though. Ian McKellen. As, I love his Magneto. I just love him. That... That's going to be fun. Yeah, definitely kill that Reed Richards variant because that's actually hilarious that they're bringing back. At this point, just bring back the entire Fantastic Four, including um, Chris Evans, and just fucking zap them yes. off. Yeah, that shit would be hilarious. It's going to be so funny. Yeah, so he can't... He, I mean, he will come back for that. I think that'd be a great... That would be so yeah. good. That'd be so perfect for the Deadpool audiences, too, like... We're gonna appreciate we that. Would be, we're gonna fucking stand up and scream and cheer at that point. It's gonna be like Spider Man No Way Home. Again. It's gonna be like Spider Man No Way Home again, where it's just like intense the whole time. I was like on kicking those people. I was on the edge of my seat. I was insane. That was the craziest thing I ever. That was only, the best. It was and I have to say it again: only two dressed in fucking Spider Man costumes in the entire theater on a True. night. You guys ain't about that life. It's fucked up. Man. I don't give a shit. We're in Chicago. The only like, two. Come on, man. And we were two different versions, so, like, the effort was there. There was options, honey. Yeah. There people, was options. I swear somebody walked by us and was like, who are they? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I think they did that on purpose. Right. Or somebody was like, what movie are you going to see or something? I don't know. People are fucking stupid. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's oh. true. But, uh, like, what movie? Um. Right. This is painful. <laughs> but, yeah, the, I'm, I'm really excited for Deadpool. Fucking finally. And we also, we have Hugh Jackman in there, too. Yep. It's stacked. It's stacked. It is stacked. Um, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but Famke Johnson, Johnson, Famke, um, she sure. was the one who played Jean Grey in the original X-Men. Oh. She is fucking gorgeous in real life. So yeah. she used to come into, I used to work at this place called Bear Burger in New York City. Okay. And she used to come in all the time for like a pickup order. And she is so beautiful in person. Like, yeah. Even more beautiful in person than she was on screen. Like, I don't know how that works, but anyway, she's the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my true, real life, so was I just she, wanted to say that. Was she nice? Yeah, she was super nice. Okay. That's good. Yeah, she was a super nice person. I don't know why that mic got all the way over here. <laughs> um, so, final nerd news is just uh, Shazam! Fury of the Gods director David F. Sandberg expressed shock over the DC sequel's bad reviews, stating that he believes that he made a good film. And the first Shazam got good reviews from critics. Right. Um, But this one, not so much. Got a bad fan rating, actually. Interesting. From the people that I know that saw it, they really liked it and thought it was a lot of fun. I just, personally going into it, it just sucks because we know that, like, it's all canceled, kind of. There's, like, no really any future with it. And I remember we were just talking about how, like, Shazam and Black Adam were tied in together. And they could have did something, like, cool with that. So I would just kind of go into it being a little bit jaded, too. Honestly. Yeah. Which it's like, okay, what if I do like this? The end. <laughs> like, fuck. It's kind of weird because there's, like, different stuff coming out and... 
being revealed, and I don't know what to believe, almost, because it's like, DC, stop stop revealing shit until you get your stuff together. Yeah, James Gunn is very much on that, like, hype train right now, like, yeah. responding to tweets. I think he's going to direct a new Superman movie, too. Um, it's, it's a, like, it's why. Is Henry Cavill not coming back? You brought then? Henry Cavill back just to like make a new, like I just, just to fire him and then make a new Superman. And like, it's so weird. Um, and then Batman two is coming out. So there's another Robert Pattinson. Oh, thank God. And it's like, yeah, that's good. But I was like, are we sure? Right. Can we be sure? I just don't trust him anymore. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I really did like the Batman with Robert Pattinson. I thought that was yeah. really good. I think if James Gunn doesn't touch it and just lets the yes. people that did it do it, yes. then we'll be good. We also have the new Joker, too, coming out with Lady Gaga. Yeah, the musical. As a fucking musical. So I'm just like, I'm down, but also like, what's going to happen? Like, right. it's going to be probably funny, but I really like Lady Gaga as an actress. I think she's fucking crazy so she like can she would be a good i think she'll be a good harley quinn especially if it's a musical are you fucking shitting me she's gonna be the best harley quinn there ever fucking was no i'm really excited i think margot robbie takes that i don't know man because lady gaga's born and raised in new york city so she got that dialect down i mean margot robbie did an incredible job but yeah lady gaga's truly insane i don't know she is you're right I, i i do love margot robbie as harley quinn she's actually like so good. She's so. pretty good. She's yeah, pretty good. She's so good. Let her sing a song. We'll have a contest. Right. But she might not be able to sing. That's right. The issue. Against Lady Gaga. Like, yeah, no chance. Yeah. Um, yeah, DC, man. DC. It's gonna be well, an interesting ride. I thought they were finally starting to, like, get it together, too, which is crazy. It's like that shitty boyfriend they keep giving chances to. Because he keeps saying he's gonna change, and then he doesn't change, and it's like, come on. And it's like, fucked, because you guys have But then you great... get some good things, like yeah, the Peacemaker, Peacemaker, Batman. Suicide Squad, Snyder yes. Cut. I mean, or was that, not Suicide Squad, uh, the new Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad 2. Justice League. Suicide Squad 1 was fucking horrible. Yeah. Worst the movie I've ever seen in my life. Man. And I love bad. Will Smith. I'm indifferent. Um, but yeah. And Margot Robbie was in that one too. She was. They're the only one they'll keep The around. only one good. And they're, yeah. they're right. And Peacemaker too now, because Peacemaker was epic. Um, yeah, it's really in, um, they got DC Titans, right? They have all that as well. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. I mean, I like James Gunn. I do like Guardians of the Galaxy. I do like the stuff he does. I think I have trust in him, but also, who knows? And it sucks because DC just has good content. It's not like they don't have good characters or good storylines or good... I think they have the best villains, honestly. I also think it's so funny that they're going to release The Flash anyway. Oh my... They're like, yeah, (laughs) we're still going to do it. They're like, we have this entire film made and we're just going to wait a year. We're just going to sit on it. Like, for a fucking while and then hopefully you guys forget about it. And some people still don't know what he did. Like, I I was, like, having a discussion at, like, after Portal Prop one day, and yeah. somebody was like, oh, what did he do? And I was like, where where to begin? I explained the karaoke story in detail, like, last <laughs> week, and I was a little drunk, and I was, like, making myself crack up, because I'm like, what would be your karaoke song where you would fucking punch somebody and take the microphone away? <laughs> Did you say Nickelback? I did. <laughs> I said Nickelback, and I said um, Cotton Eye Joe. Yo. Okay. I'm jumping out the window. <laughs> jumping out the window. I love Cotton Eye Joe. I mean, it depends on the scenario, but, No, I can know. see how people would really hate yeah, that. Yeah, it's just a fucking whatever. 
But um, that's insane how people don't know what he did. Because it's not like he did one thing. He did like 10 things in three months. Um, I'm s- Yeah, I'm excited for Flashpoint, though, nonetheless. Because yeah. I think the surrounding cast is amazing. And I, I stand with them on this because I really do think he's going to like die or he's going to like get switched out in a multi-version of um, the guy from the TV show or somebody new. And then we'll never see him again. Yeah. Which, this is his goodbye. Yeah, this is definitely the farewell. And at least he got this. Because I, you know what? He's going to make a lot of money because that movie looks amazing. Yeah, it's going to be, like, I, I seriously think it's going to be, like, the best DC movie ever. It looks, like, so good. Like, I, the trailer is just intensely great. I think we're all going to be a little pissed after it because he's such a good Barry and he's such a good Flash. It's going to suck. But also he sucks. So. Yeah. Bye, dude. R.I.P. Ezra Miller. Yeah. Ah, it sucks. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> do you want to recap Mandalorian? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. All right, you guys, this was episode three of season three, number 19 overall. It's called The Convert. Um, the last episode we were in, we got to see Mando uh, take his long uh, spa bath in that murky yeah. little swamp water with a mythosaur and lying underneath <laughs> that he somehow didn't see. Also, what a freaking dork that he, like, tripped and fell in I the deep. I know. I'm like, he's <laughs> so relatable. <laughs> he really is. This is, like, the moment, and he just facepalmed. Grogu's like, what the fuck? Why yeah. didn't I choose Luke? He's like... I can't even walk. What is this dude? His armor is too heavy. Um, Maybe he, he shouldn't walk. wear the fucking helmet. Jesus. He can't even <laughs> walk. The guy is tired. <laughs> so funny. It was so funny. Like, how many times did they record the scene? Like, I need a backstory on that when the season's over. So um, hilarious. That yeah, Pedro. We got we got to figure out how to get an interview person to ask him that question because yes. even if it was him in the suit. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So we're coming off that episode. Bo-Katan had a big part in this where she helps rescue him. Grogu goes and finds her, and it was really really cute. Um, and. He, um, he has to bathe in this water to become, you know, a Mandalore again because he took his helmet off and the armor was just like, you have to go do this, that, and that. So he bottles some of the water too because he's like, I really want her to know that I was there. Yeah, thank God he did that because they straight up did not believe him. I, I'm like, what is she going to do? pH test the water? Does it she have a did. scent? I know, but it's She just, did. She dropped in a little thing. It looked like a pensieve from like Harry Potter. I'm yeah, that like, was so funny. I was like, girl, that didn't do shit. Like, okay, you know, good she display. just dumped it down the sink and was like, "He's telling the truth. Nothing yeah. happened. <laughs> like fuck? nothing happened." I was like, "Okay, get like, on okay, you." Armor, good like you can't. For you. I was like, "Why can't you guys have like these fucking spaceships, droids, and everything? Like, can no one take a picture? Can you just like take a selfie?" <laughs> they like, literally don't have phones or cameras. Right? Have Grogu use the Force and just like <laughs> you know, like fuck. Um, how come <laughs> Grogu doesn't have a phone? Yeah. How do they not? <laughs> How can they not take pictures? Like, Mando's a bad dad, not giving his fucking I son know. a phone. Grogu's, like, saving his ass this whole season, which I, I love. Know. It's cute. It's actually crazy to think, like, if Grogu hadn't been there a couple of these times, like, what the hell would have happened to him already? Exactly. Or Bo-Katan. Yeah. Bo-Katan's been saving his ass left and right, too. I Jumped right in the water, no hesitation. No hesitation. With her little jetpack, too? Yeah. I'm like, damn, that thing's waterproof? That was funny, and then they like flew out and like fell on the ground too. Yeah, it, was, it was like a lot of like it was kind of sexual. Comedy. It was, 
Oh, I was feeling physical comedy. Uh, yeah, I was comedic too because she's just so fucking clumsy, apparently. But yeah, you know, is there a budding romance going on between these two? I'd be I down. How are they gonna make out? They can't take off a fucking helmet. Like clink, you know? <laughs> like what the fuck? It's gonna be a different sort of intimacy. Um, which, I think, which she, is like beautiful. Yeah, he, he was able to do that with Grogu too. Right. I'm down for it. I, I wonder, though, because, like, she is obviously still wanting to get this dark saber because it rightfully belongs, and, like, she knows he has it. Like, is she going to betray him in the end? Like, what is she going to do? She has to kill him for it. Right, and it's like she or has no... beat him in battle, which right. means... I don't know what that means. If they, if he has to die... he They probably... I don't know. I just... Because he didn't want it, right? Didn't he try to give it to no, her? No, he didn't want it, no, but... And she knew how to use it. He couldn't use it. But she, like, straight up was like, I know how to use my energy and, like, point this. Yeah. That was cool. I was it like, was cool. bitches is bad. She's a bad bitch. She's but, you a know, bad bitch. She's left in the dust right now. Nobody believes in her anymore because she doesn't have that dark saber. You know, she Fucking blew up her home. It's crazy. Yeah, these TIE fighters came out of nowhere, you guys. Why are all these TIE fighters coming to this? Do you know, I mean, obviously it's Mandalore. It's always under fire. But everything's kind of fucked up on the planet anyway. It's destroyed. Um, the fact that they just... Yeah, it's like, let sleeping dogs lie, Right, okay? damn, she's all alone. She has a droid. It doesn't even look like she has, like, a microwave or a fridge, Where you know? did that medical droid go? Right, damn. I didn't see him this episode. Right, he gone. He he's, gone! He's he singed. was fucking blown up. They left him back. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she has no choice but to go with Din, Din and she's just like, <laughs> might as well. <laughs> I know, Bo has no friends. Um she's got no friends. But, you know, I, I like them together. I think that's going to be fun. Um, so we see them fly off, use some hyperspeed. They're like, Mando's like, whoa, look, come come with me, man. I know where to go. They're not going to find us. So they go. I do feel bad for Bo, though, because she just has lost everything. She lost everything. It's really Over. sad. Um, she has no choice but to join the Mandalorian. Yeah, she's like, the I guess. full-fledged Mandalorian. The crazy people that she hates. Right. But she bathed in the living waters, and she got her freaking helmet on. She was and baptized, she saw, yeah. Okay, so this is what happened. So what happened was, <laughs> at the armor's um, wall, there is a mythosaur skull. Yes. And Bo-Katan looks at that for a little too long. Yeah. And we know she saw what she thinks is a mythosaur underwater. Mm -hmm. So she might be staying there for her own... Just to get some intel. Yeah. She's a smart, she's a smart lady. So it is in her best interest, obviously because she's got no place to go. Right. But, other, but also, like, she can pursue this as well. Yeah. So we got that going. I thought it was cool that she finally got, like, a crew, even though they look a little mean and kind of like bullies and shit. Yeah. Um, Because they're just not, they are welcoming, but they're not at the same time. It's very weird. <laughs> Everyone that comes um, in there is a fucking liar to them, right. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you, you, can, you can be one of us now, Bo-Katan. Kree's like blah, 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 but everyone's like, even under the helmets, you can tell they're like, yeah, you know, you they're could... just like stale. Um. Yeah, there's definitely not a lot of excitement as a Mandalorian. Yeah, it's like, what is in it for them? I don't know. They seem to not experience joy at yeah. all. It's probably just a bunch of like orphans and kind of scenarios like that where they just need a sense of belonging. Either way, cool that. How do they populate? I guess we'll find out. Do they keep their helmets on while they procreate? It's weird. I, I want to see a sex scene with Bo-Katan and Din Jaren with keep the their helmets, helmets on. on. They keep, like, it's like a comedy and they keep bumping into each other and they're just, like, noises. That's hilarious. 
Someone has to be doing like tattoo flash of that already or something. Like just drawing Somebody, up yeah. like a Bo-Katan. Like it says boss logic to Right, let me commission. Um so that was cool. I'm glad she has a little sense of belonging now, even mm-hmm. though, you know, she's probably just there on her own accord. She has nothing else to do. And then that was kind of it. Then we go into an episode of Andor right yeah, you after guys, that. We jump right to Coruscant. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Every time I see Coruscant, I'm stoked. I'm happy. That's where it all began. You know, that's where the OG Jedi Temple was at. Um, we have the New Republic taking it over now. And, you know, they're trying to be good and let all these acts like Imperial people in through this amnesty program. Right. We get to see Dr. Penn Pershing, who we did see in the season two finale of The Mandalorian. He's a clone scientist. He does a lot of experiments. He wanted to extract like Grogu's blood and do a bunch of experiments on him. He did end up giving uh, Mando and like his crew like intel on Moth Gideon's like space his spaceship like layout, mm-hmm. how to defeat him kind of or where to go through. So he did end up helping but only because he was probably going to die. Yeah. Um, so. He doesn't seem like a very loyal dude. Yeah. Which I, I get at that point, because if you were already on that side, you're coming back, you know, like. He's just a doctor. He's just a scientist. Yeah. He just wants to do his work. And he's right. like, it doesn't matter who's like in charge. Yeah. That's like his he shit. He has one thing that he cares about. He's um now considered a celebrated speaker, though. Um, people are really like into him in this episode. They like walk up to him after his little speech and TED like, talks. Yeah, and it was <laughs> literally TED, TED talks. Um, and it's just it's funny to see him like in this place because he's obviously so awkward about it. Yeah. And um, his research is very dangerous though because it poses like a lot of threats to multiple different people because you know clones in general could be good. They could be bad. They could not good at all. I mean, they could be bad. They are bad. But, um... Also, like, harvesting clones for organs is really bad. (laughs) That's, like, you can't make a person and then tell them that they aren't the person. Yeah, like, that's not their fault. Yeah, Um, it's fucked up. There's definitely, like, a sci-fi book about this. Yeah. Um, I think it's a movie, too. Okay. About, like, it's, like, The Others or something. I don't even know. But it's, like, this these people that are farmed and cloned so that people can, like, they have like liver failure like yeah. they can just take the liver oh my god of, like, no yeah people. and they just like go on surgery and like cut them up the island the island with you and McGregor. Yes. oh yes, i said his name right zaddy's in it <laughs> daddy obi so yeah seems like problematic yeah and that seems like he would be the guy who thinks <laughs> he's McGregor doing McGregor returns as that character that right so he's funny. clone um <laughs> It's like with scientists, it's like that thing where they're just, some of them are so like vain and about their research that they'll do it, stop at no cost. So he's in this amnesty program. His life seems pretty boring. He's not even called by his name. He's called like L52 because he's just in the system. Yeah. Um, so I get him being like, you know, I need companionship, whatever. Bring in, uh, hint, Elia, I don't even know what I just Elia? said. Elia? Elia, 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 I think, Kane. Um, who we've seen a couple times briefly in The Mandalorian around. She just looks like that cliche, kind of like upset, mad. Butch lesbian. Yeah, butch lesbian. Um, just doesn't know where to fucking go, but just ends up She gives off Abby vibes. She does. To to Last of Us. Us. Yeah, Yeah. she really does. Um, I like her. I, I think she's a great actor. Um, she definitely plays the shit out of this guy. I will say that, you know... Butch lesbians are great, so we don't need to make them be villains and everything. I think they're going to (laughs) help. I mean, I know we want, you know, more 
more representation, uh, more representation, but <laughs> represent people well. Here we go again, <laughs> making the gays the, look bad. Yeah, the Latina gay. It's like fuck out of <laughs> here, one man. Person, the yeah. one fucking Latina gay right. person sucks. Oh, fucking a. She definitely plays the hell out of this Dr. Pershing dude and makes him seem like his research could really help and blah, blah, blah. And they they go on this train, they escape, they try to, like, go harvest all these, like, old... Um, and they have glowing lollipops. They do. That was such <laughs> interesting, because every time they, like, licked them, it wouldn't go away. Yeah, I was like, that seems dangerous. Like, you are putting radioactivity into your body. This right. is a really Does bad it, idea. Do you catch a buzz? Like, what's the... Uh... The appeal here. Yeah. Um, and uh, she they go and they try to, like, harvest all of these, um, like, things that he could use for his research. And you can tell she's being, like, sketchy from the very beginning. I didn't believe it at all. Yeah. Um, and they end up getting caught. And she just turns on him. You realize she set him up. And then they basically do this, like, electromagnetic. He wakes up in, like, the science lab, which is ironic. Or not a science lab, whatever, like medical, and they're about to like but do this. But it's not a mind flare. Yeah. It's not a mind flare. Yeah. Asked several times. He's right. like, this is a mind flare, right? Right. It's not. It's not. <laughs> um, you're but about I think to get, it is. Yeah. He's going to get an electric uh, lobotomy there real quick. And old girl Il- Elia, Elia is just watching it. <laughs> Elia, Elia. I don't know her fucking name. Um, D-52. Yeah, D-79, <laughs> whoever the fuck her name is. Bingo now. Um, Tom's days, am I right? Right. <laughs> Good one. Um, who the hell writes the jokes in Star Wars? I need to know immediately. Is it I you, Favreau? To, I need to go over them. It's probably Favreau and Filoni just like, <laughs> that's a good one, yeah. We should put that in. <laughs> and they just have to listen because it's them. Um, yeah, she sets him up. He gets caught, lobotomized. And that's pretty much the episode. Poor dude. But hey, yeah. don't work for the bad people. And then maybe you won't have to become friends with fucking people like that who are going to turn on you. Yeah. But she did bring him biscuits, right? That was cute, yeah. That was nice. That was cute. She's like, I knew these were going to yeah. pay off one day. You know what's kind of um, weird is that they left her alone in that room to watch him. Really get, weird. Yeah, but then she turned up the dial. She turned that shit like, all the way up. Also, why was the dial in that room? And, like, if something and, so powerful is in that room, why would you leave someone alone in there? Right, and the, none of the doctors were there, like the nur- like the nurses or anybody that was helping him in the yeah. first place. It's like everybody disappeared, and it's just her, like, uh, like turning yeah. out the knob, and it's like, damn. They're like, yeah, this is fine. What did he ever do to you? Shit. A lot of stupid people on this ship. Yeah. Who <laughs> on a ship. That was, they're on a place. They're living in a place. They're living on a planet. I'm so used to ships. Yeah, I know, I'm right? I'm so used to ship living. It, everything like, does kind of look like a ship on the yeah, inside. It does. Um, but that was it. That was that was Mandalorian season three, episode three. Oh, yeah. Three, three, three. Um, <laughs> that was cool, but I feel like we didn't, you know, come up with a season three plan. So Favreau and Filoni, who listen to this podcast and steal our ideas oh, constantly. yeah. Didn't know what to do this season, yeah. so it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, they're like, Bo-Katan and Mando are going to fall in love. Yeah. Yeah. Done. But I'm willing to see it through. Yeah, oh no, yeah. <laughs> I think I think we might get Thrawn in this. I think he might be the secret villain that was attacking with the TIE Fighters. That would be incredible, because we do have, like, Ahsoka coming. Yeah. The next show. So, 
I think they might be lining up for that or setting it up because she's already crossed into Mando shows, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. So, like, they all know each other and they're all existing kind of at the same time right now. So... And I want to see Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I know. Where the hell is Boba? Where is Boba? What's her face? What's her name? Fennec. Fennec? No. Sean. Where's the crew, man? Like, shit. Yeah. Maybe we will. Where are those, like, cyborg kids at? Oh, the little gang. Yeah. Yeah. They were annoying, but yeah, that'd be funny. So Boba Fett kind of sucked because it took so long to like set up, but then at, once it set up everything, I was yeah. like, this is going to be a cool show. Oh my god, yeah. Once we got to episode four, it was like, yeah. shit. Like one and two was, like one, I really liked I episode one. I liked one, yeah. One was so good because that was like his origin story. Yeah, but that then, was fun. I liked it, it. Yeah. Then it became the Muppets. Yeah, it was, I mean, there were so many good parts of that show though with Cad Bane and just oh Cad Bane um, never yeah. forget it was it was seeing him it was so cool it was so fucking cool that was quite honestly amazing so cool. even seeing I'm, CGI Luke was cool I'm so easily amused by yeah. these little things like, shit is he blue oh fuck yeah it's Cad Bane yeah um, we're not talking about the Bad Batch this week but like when I saw like the little Chewbacca Jedi in the fucking Bad Batch I was like yo like I, I was like I remember this filler episode of Clone Wars this is crazy I love the Wookiees I know they're so good the Wookiees are the best it's like just like a big pet I called it a che- Chewbacca a mini Chewy <laughs> Wookiees a baby Yoda <laughs> All right, well, that was that for Star Wars, and now on to what you've all been waiting for, Rod. <laughs> Rod. Hey, Rod. <laughs> Rod. Shout out, Rod. Um, actually, a lot of people from, a lot of people tell me that they listen to this, actually. Oh, my God, that's scary. I know, I love it. It makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, it is scary, because it's like, oh, you do. Oh, you do? I'm embarrassed. Uh-oh. But it's like, why do we do it then? <laughs> Exactly, right? We We're still hope, getting the downloads, we yeah. We just hope that no one actually hears it. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Last of Us season finale. Oof. So what, what is this one? This one starts out with uh, Ellie's mother, Anna. We, yeah, we get Ellie's Whoa. mother, which we never really got to see any of this. And it's actually, uh, play, she's actually played by Ashley Johnson, who was the voice of Ellie in the Last of Us video game, which she's was so cool. She's also from Growing Pains, right? <laughs> Yeah, she's a little girl. Oh my god, Kyra's blown away. Literally light bulb moment. Oh my (laughs) god. I loved growing pains. I had such a crush on Kirk Cameron. Yeah. What a bad move. But I mean he was cute. And then baby Leonardo DiCaprio in that show? Yes. When he entered, that was the first time I ever got to see him and it was over from there. Shit, it was over. Blonde, yeah, there was just no fucking way. Yeah. Um, oh, he, God, his cute little photo. Like, you know how they do in the beginning, the portraits? Oh, my <laughs> God, like, I know. portrait photo. Oh, the so Growing cute. Pains theme song. I can't. I. It was so good. It was that, like, yellow font. Um, <laughs> yellow font. Yeah, I just remember They love that, that yellow, yellow font. font I know, them. with that full house and everything. Um, Ashley Johnson, hell yeah, that's so awesome. She did amazing. <laughs> she Still, she was so good, yeah. Yeah, fuck growing pains. Honestly, the, it's all about Last of Us right now. Like she literally killed it. I thought it was uh, so like, cool. Imagine how stressful it must be to act like you're going through labor, and then like killing people while you're doing it. Like, yes, and making it believable. She, I uh, yeah. Whew. 
There's like no yeah. words. Um, you felt her pain. Mm-hmm. You felt her stress trying to escape. Also, just like I can't imagine being pregnant at a time like that where there aren't like any legit hospitals. Yeah. Or shit that can actually like doctors that can take care of you like you don't know you don't go to the freaking doctor every couple weeks like you do when you're pregnant these days like you kind of just don't even know where you're gonna have that kid it's just a guess um yeah exactly like who's doing the ultrasound right who knows if it's even healthy yeah you don't even know if it's like early labor preeclampsia like you could have that kid at six months yeah you could be like pregnant for two months and be like drinking every fucking night because you're in the fucking apocalypse and you don't even know and then it comes out with fetal alcohol babies i wonder how many fetal alcohol babies jesus i can't even imagine having a kid during this time yeah stressful i would like actively try to not get pregnant and there's nobody to give abortions That is, this is where abortions are necessary, okay? You don't want to raise kids in the apocalypse. Yeah, this is... (laughs) Point taken. (laughs) I'm standing on a soapbox and I'm telling you, do not raise kids in the apocalypse. No, nobody should. (laughs) Shit. Especially after this scene. Oh my God. But, um, yeah. It was like Ellie's origin story, like how she's like super powered, you know? Yeah, and her her mom gets like scratched right before um, she's giving birth. She realizes that she has Ellie again. It was like the most believable scene. It almost looked like if you guys played Last of Us Part Two, it almost looks like the house that Ellie and Dina end up in. Oh, the baby. That's immediately what I thought of because it was like a farm in the middle of nowhere. There was a barn. There was the house, and she just goes in and nobody's there. And I'm like, this is fucking weirdly similar. Sick Easter eggs. These people, yeah, what do they like, do to us? Fucks. You do so much. <laughs> you can't just watch the show in peace. Um, <laughs> I have to take notes and rewind and turn up the volume because I'm deaf now. Um, shit. <laughs> it makes me feel old. But nonetheless, that was probably one of my favorite scenes of this episode. Um, it, she did an amazing job. We do see Marlene come in through how Marlene cares about Ellie. And she ends up yes, having to... She loves Anna. She loves Anna. And Who knew? they were friends throughout yeah. the entire thing. And That's your best friend's baby? Like, shit. And then she fucking killed her. Like, on sight. Didn't even hesitate. Because I guess you kind of have to. You have you to. Keep staring, you know? She begged her. And yeah, she was like, she I did. can't do that. And then she was like, I have to do it. Because that's the right thing to do. Is to put her out of her misery. And, yeah... God, that was so intense. I I don't know about you, but when I watch these episodes, I, like, literally will, like, pause and, like, run around my house, like, just to, like, release my anxiety of what's happening. I'm like, I can watch it. I can watch this. And I was like, I have to watch it. I have to watch it. And I have to, like, have my cat in my lap. and But they don't want to sit in my lap because I'm, like, going Oh, my crazy. God, I know. I'm, like, squeezing the shit out of Solo. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> and they're like, I don't want to be around your anxious energy right, right now. Like, you are not a safe damn, place. Bitch, it's just a TV show. No, it's not! <laughs> it's really not! This is real life! Poe's been cute, though. Poe's been, like, really into, like... He seems very supportive. He paused at the TV. It's so cute. Oh, my God. Every time there's, like, a fucking clicker, he's just like... Yeah, he's like, let me get that for you, Mom. You're clearly scared. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so cute. I know. Um... It was, that was, uh, it was crazy because that's how it opens and it was just very emotional right off the bat. This was, again, this is the shortest episode of the season as well. So, going into this, like, you know that, like, they, every scene has to be action, action, action. They have to, like, get things done. Um, and that they did. 
That they did. That they did. We see uh, Joel and Ellie finally get to the new Firefly location in Salt Lake City. They were so stressing me out, though, with how cute they were. Oh, my God, I know. It was like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Ellie almost got raped, and, like, he couldn't, like, do anything to, like, help ease her. Yeah. And she was just, like, so... Stressed. Stressed and far away, and he was... And you know that was making him anxious, and, like... He just wanted to make it right because, like, that's his baby girl. And he told her she basically healed him. It wasn't time from yeah. his, you know, he, he finally opens up with her about Sarah's oh, death. So beautiful. I know. Oh my God. Stop it. I'm going to cry. And he's like, I he's have so a new bad. baby. And just, that's a lot for her to take on, you know? Yeah. Um, To have that pressure of, like, I mean, she always kind of wanted that. Like, she wanted, like... A place of belonging. Yeah. And And she basically was, like, in love with him before he, like, loved her back. Yeah. So, she finally got what she wanted, but then it's kind of, like, all this pressure now along with it that she didn't realize comes with it. Because it's, like, baggage. It is, because he has a lot of baggage. And he's just, you know, it seems like he's trying to get better and act more kind and shit because he's realizing like she's really all he has Tommy's starting his own life he's gonna have a baby holding it down over there in the little commune but and he said it before like the only thing that matters in this world is family and like keeping your family alive and that obviously yeah that (laughs) obviously like came um Oh. From the the fucked up situation where he lost his daughter. Yeah. So, like, that's where his stance comes in. He's like, I will not lose another loved one. Yeah. So then he doesn't, like, love. And, I mean, they mentioned kind of that, like, with him and Tessa's relationship, too, like, early on. She's like, I've been, like, patient with you, and I've let you have, like, your bullshit or whatever. Right. So... I don't know. It was beautiful. I don't... So deep. Such a deep character. It was deep. I might think about this shit too much. It's (laughs) it's just such a good fucking game. The storyline is incredible. There's layers to it. What the heck was... Um, And they put in the giraffe scene that they have in the video game, and it was a real-ass giraffe. It was a real giraffe? It was a real giraffe. Wow. Like... I thought it... No, it, it? it was real. It looked CGI as hell, but it was real. They, like, showed Wait, the behind the scenes. Wait, why did it scenes. CG? Why did it look CGI? Because, like, the background, it was just, like, perfect. Oh. Yeah, it looked, like, a little glitchy, but, yeah, it was literally, um... And that was just, like, a little story element to show that, like, there's still innocence in this world, and, like, you know, Joel, like, ugh, seeing her smile, like... She was smiling because she was, like, touching the giraffe, and it was beautiful, and he was just so happy. She because happy. she was happy. And it's like, this is why you take kids to the zoo. Because you <laughs> like watching them. It's a giraffe. You like watching them. Like, I know now why, like, my grandparents took, like, me and my sister and my cousin to the zoo every year. Yeah. Just to see like, our excitement. Damn, these kids are lit. Yeah. Like, they're, like, fucking ready to cry over fucking pandas. We just bought them a $5 popsicle, and they're, like, fucking... They're through the moon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're so happy laps. right now. Um... Yeah, that, that was such a good scene. And, you know, because they're getting kind of closer now, he even tries to convince Ellie, like, not to go through it. He's like, we don't have to go to these people. We don't have to do this. We can go back, just start over. Because mm-hmm. he started, he doesn't, he doesn't know what's going to happen. This is a pretty, pretty scary thing. Like, nobody really knows. There hasn't been a vaccine. There hasn't been a cure. Like, how do you do it? He's been living in this world for 20 years. Yeah, this is kind of like, you know, the big climax of 
what's happening now for him in this post, you know, apocalyptic world here. Um, but man, so then we just, they get to the hospital and shit hits the fan. Joel wakes up and he's like, what the fuck? Where am I? They took Ellie already. Marlene is basically spewing some bullshit saying they have to extract the cells from her, yada, yada, yada. Basically, He's like, that's in her brain, That's bitch. in her brain. Oh, yeah. And so he just kind of goes stealth mode. Which I love it. It was fucking great. Because I was wondering how they're going to do this scene. Because in the video game, it's so, like, intense. It's terrifying. Like, there's those red hospital, like, alert fire alarm lights, like, blinking the whole time. It's dark. And it's, like, it's a post-apocalyptic world here. So the hospital isn't, like, clean or nice. It's very industrial. There's, like, you know, tarps everywhere that you had to go through and stuff like that. And... Basically, he just kills everybody in the hospital. Damn. Like, just left so and right. Good, it was just, it was amazing. He ends up finding Ellie in uh, the pediatric ward. At least they still follow, like, the signs or whatever yeah. in the hospital. Um, and they're just about to get to it. It seems like dude was sharpening his, like, little scalpel. Mm-hmm. Scalpel. Scalpel. She's and, asleep. Um, she's just knocked out, and there's, like, nurses around. He's just like, you can't do this. Kills the doctor. Which, spoiler alert, you guys, for part two, that's going to be a huge part. That doctor is the father of the antagonist in of part two. Of the biggest bitch you've ever met. Yeah. The nastiest skank whore that you've ever met. Literally. Um, <laughs> and her name is Abby. And, and I hope she gets hit by a bus. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ironic part of the scene was is that the woman who actually voiced Abby was one of the nurses in the room. So that was funny. He did. Yes, yes, yes. I I remember in the video game we kill the nurses though. I think you do. I I don't remember, but I do know that. I mean, it was good that he left them alive this yeah, time though. Right. Which is like. But it's like now they all know. They know his face. Yeah. They know his face. He shouldn't have, and that's just shouldn't him. Shouldn't have left them alive. Sucks. Like, at that point, you just have to fucking kill everybody. Yeah. Um, but there were some people that escaped, which is a rumor that Abby was actually there and escaped. Um, it had to have been, because there's no way that she, she would know her, his face. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, the end scene was verbatim, just like the game. It was amazing, and especially when he, uh, he, he ends up getting Ellie, because he's just killing everybody left and right. He's carrying her. She's asleep. And he sees Marlene right as he's about to go get the car and, like, leave. And um, he ends up having to kill Marlene because, you know, she's not going to let him go, which is sad because... He had to do it. He had to do it. I get it. (laughs) And it kind of cuts to him driving in the truck with Ellie out of Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. And it cuts back to what happened. And that's, again, just like the game, which is freaking hauntingly beautiful. And, yeah, he kills Marlene. Good night. Um... It was just good. And then they end up walking up to that commune that Tommy's at. And Ellie's like, what happened? Like, like you're not lying to me, right? And he's just like... She's still wearing... She's like, where are my fucking clothes? Yeah, she has no idea where the hell she is. And he's just like, oh yeah, like they couldn't do it or something. Like, blah, 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 blah. You've just been passed out. She doesn't buy it. You can tell. Yeah, she knows he's lying. But it's like, what choice does she have right now? Like, you know? Um, and that is the end. Them walking to that commune. Yeah, so they're, like, they run out of gas, and he's already so far away, so I was, like, wondering, I was, like, why don't you just tell her the truth? Yeah, like, there's nothing she can really do. I think he thinks about it, and then decides against it. Right. But, because, like, he, because he knows that, like, Ellie would want to sacrifice herself to save everybody, and he's just not willing to do that. Right. 
And to also admit, like, what he'd done, like, he's like, well, killed the doctor, so you can't. Right. <laughs> like, it's really fucked up, like, I guess, thinking about what he did do. Like, oh, yeah, I, I, I murdered the fucking doctor that, yeah, and I murdered Marlene. Right. And, like, had to kill a bunch of fucking people to rescue you. But, it's, like, tell yeah. her the truth. Right. I mean, there's no point in lying. It's going to come back to bite him in the ass. That's going to be a big part in part two, you guys. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people that want that. He was like, there's a lot of people that have same thing as you. Yeah. And they can't find a cure. And then what? he just said like they did tests on her or something and realized Some shit. That she couldn't. It yeah. was such a bad lie. It was such a bad lie and she knew it. It's like you've um, been, she's been asleep back there for hours. You can come up with anything better than on, that. Come on, dude. You've literally just been driving. Like, no radio, no nothing. Like, yeah. It's nuts. Um, also, like, where's her fucking clothes? You didn't think she was going to be like, what the hell? Yeah. Why am I in a hospital gown? You're just going to arrive to the commune and like a hospital gown. Like, what the fuck happened to you guys? Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I think they did such a good job with this first season. It was everything I wanted. Um, I think they even made parts of the game better. Yeah. You know, a lot of these storylines that they developed, especially with like Frank and uh, Bill there. Um, that was, it was just so, beautiful. so good. It was one of the most beautiful episodes of TV I've seen. Every episode was like 10 out of 10, slam dunk, just like no complaints. No, not a single one. Yeah. Damn. I love it. I'm sad we're saying goodbye. It, they did confirm, they didn't confirm, but there are like rumors going around now that there will be a season two and a season three since part two and is such a season a, three. Yeah, because part two has like a time jump a little bit, and it's just such different. There's just so much going on in part two. I guess, yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. I think that'll be cool. I don't want to. I don't want to. Do I don't just think two. that they need to do season two and two or season. Or what am I saying? Season Last two of and us three. two. In two different seasons. I don't think they need to do that. But I'm down to... I'm down for them to, like, pull, like elongate it. Right, or add more to the story. Yeah. Um, Which I think they could because there's so many new characters in part two. And so yeah. many things they could build on. And so many flashbacks they could have. And we have to... They have to make us like Tommy. Because right now he's just, like, whatever. He's blah. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's not, like good and exciting or we don't love him yet right no he's just kind of he's trying to be a better person for sure but you know yeah we need to love him if he's gonna like carry the torch you know if he would have just been 10 seconds earlier fucking sarah wouldn't have died so i think about that all the time oh my god <laughs> i'm like dude you're in the he military you're gonna get there faster them, though but like he's so he but i don't know i don't i never think like that I, I always am like, thank God he got there. True, true. But he was 10 seconds too late. But in terms of, like, talking about him being, like, a shit. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. How about that fucking officer that just takes orders even when they're sick and disgusting? Yeah. Like, yeah, let me just shoot these two civilians that I don't even know are sick. It's like, fuck out of here, man. Yeah. No. Fuck the police. Fuck, fuck the, the military. Pobo. Fuck Fedra. Defund them. Defund Listen. Fedra. <laughs> we've already talked about this in Kick-Ass. Well, we haven't talked about this on this podcast, but in Kick-Ass, that whole 
Kick-Ass 2, I would say. That whole movie is about how if you don't have this power, nothing will come to, like, fight it, you know? Yeah. There would be no villains without superheroes. So there would be no war if we didn't have fucking military. There would be no fucking issues, but we created, like... Yeah. The bigger, the bigger... I mean, it sounds like a stupid point to take and like too utopian because there's like bad people and we need to have like something for them right but there's definitely positive ways to deal with that yeah it's just that greed people just get greedy and then shit it's the fan it sucks yep life (laughs) sucks and that's what we're (laughs) and then you die um and that's our episode that's relatable nerds thank you guys for joining us um make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel Please, um, if you haven't already, hit five stars on whatever app you're listening to and leave, like, a comment. Um, It really will help us. And also tell your friends. Tell your friends about this. (laughs) Say it's the best thing you've ever heard, even if you don't.